and welcome to our first storyteller of the night, Jessica Ann. Church. My biological mother baptized me Lutheran. 
regularly without the father. This was before the boys were born, before the mother entered our lives. Biological mom was raised scary Methodist, abused, severe, restricted, so she chose a progressive Lutheran church for the two of us, walking distance from the apartment, and we loved it. I loved it because my beautiful biological mother loved it. I think my beautiful biological mother mostly loved the architecture of it. I loved looking up at her as she looked up at the pulpit, such a long, pretty neck. My oldest half-sister, who has never even met my brothers, and her husband are my godparents, except he is Catholic, so she converted. So that family, the kids in the home, are all Catholic Catholic. So the stretches of weeks, months, and years when I was small and sent away to live in that Catholic house on that coast, well, it was tricky. At their church, I wasn't allowed to take communion or confess or make the sign of the cross across my face and chest. I sat motionless on borrowed pews until it just got too sad. So my sister arranged for Jessie to pick me up and take me to the Lutheran church on Sunday mornings. She was so cool. Just <laughs> rolled out of bed, picked me up with the windows down and her hair in a bun. When her dad came out of the closet, her mom attempted suicide, but everyone's fine now. Jessie grew up to be a famous journalist and even wrote a book about being gay having a gay dad and queer siblings and so on and so forth. I don't know her or who she prays to anymore, but when she was 16 and I was 10, she drove me to the Lutheran Church in the Massachusetts town with the good schools and the upwardly mobile families. That Lutheran Church was different from what I was used to because my mom wasn't there. And it was also confusing because I didn't see much of a difference between the Lutheran and Catholic services only that one of them allowed me to participate and the other one did not. Then, back home in Chicago, when I was old enough to mother my mother and thus could live with her, I kept worshiping, except now fully on my own, because a symptom of my mother's undying was that she could not stand to go to church, of course. Eventually, was too weak to stand, but I kept at it, praying and praying. Neighbors picked me up, took me home, scooted me over, passed me snacks to eat and pennies for the plate. I can't quite point to what exactly pulled me towards the church, but I went again and again. I took my first communion, but drew the line at confirmation. I think I just didn't want to do it alone, without a mother, father, sister, brother. As warm as it was to have the carpools and the smiles of the parishioners, the loneliness, the loneliness sucked. Carpools would say, and this is our friend Jess, her mom is sick. And because it was the 80s, sometimes the other person would whisper, where's the dad? And there was no answer for that. On the weekends, when I was with my dad and his replacement family, my brothers would look deep into my eyes and ask, are you Christian? I'd say, yes. And they'd say, whoa. <laughs> they lived in an all-Jewish North Shore suburb. I lived in a working-class, all-church neighborhood on the south side. We were aliens to each other when it came to religion, except those two times I went to their synagogue, there was nothing I couldn't do. I was permitted to fully participate. Let's just sit with that for a moment. In the Catholic Church, I was forbidden to eat and to drink. In the Jewish temple, I was fully included. Truthfully, everything I observed from the mother and the brothers of the Jewish faith and culture, identity, and race was stunning. I wished I had such a history, such a line. I kind of felt like I did, 
they were kind of my family, but I could tell they did not want me to be Jewish. It just wasn't possible. Even though my biological mom had denounced religion and was in a morphine gin-induced haze, she might get mad or at least confused. Plus, eventually, I lived with the pastor of the Lutheran church when my mom moved into a facility. Plus, I was, am, a Christian. It's just one of those things in my bones. Something drives me towards the church, something uncomplicated. As an adult, I found a home in an Episcopalian church with a pastor called Barney. When Alex was not a child anymore, but still alive, he said he liked to get high and wander into churches. Sam very much identifies as Jewish, but is fascinated by people steadfast in their practice of highly criticized religion. That boy has been to so many Mormon conventions. <laughs> was dating a Buddhist for a while, but that ended. I never saw my biological mother again. One time, some holiday when I was in my 30s and the boys were in their 20s and the father was long gone, but the mother hadn't sold the house yet, the four of us got to talking about it all. And one of the boys got onto some box about how the less educated you are, the more you believe in Jesus. You know, that old chestnut. And then it was crazy. The mother defended me, told them to knock it off. And then the next Sunday, which happened to be fucking Mother's Day, she asked if she could go to church with me. She wanted to see it. She said she didn't realize how much I had embraced this and that she was sorry for the way we were talking the other night. And Bonnie is so joyful. Who wouldn't love her? Oh, sometimes that mother, she tries so hard, shines so bright. If only she would come back around. All this to say it's complicated. <laughs> All this to say, I guess my pastor was in that moment the closest thing we had to a family pastor, but only because I was the only person in that room with a spiritual practice, in a relationship with a spiritual leader and community. Like, I had a pastor's number in my phone, but we had never, as a family, been together in this Episcopalian house, drank from her cup, knelt in service of this place I hold dear God, give me the strength of a thousand magnets. Obviously, the mother was simply too ashamed to face the congregation in the town where she raised her boys Jewish. She was hiding out in my faith. Obviously, I would never, it would never be my place to turn anyone away, but this was my place she was referring to, a place where I was I, a first person, exactly as I am. And now I'm being asked to open the doors to my father? It was a big ask. And I wasn't asked. It was said. It was to be just loud enough to be heard. I uttered my word. Okay. Went down to the lobby to call my Bonnie over my ocean. Bonnie, 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 my brother died. Um, I can't breathe. Bonnie, Jess, I want you to know I am in a place with very bad reception. So the call may drop, and I will call you right back. Cry, cry, cry. Something broke. Yeah, yeah, I know, I do. How did he die? Heroin. He was an addict. Overdose. Sniff. Swallow. How old? 24. Um, he's Jewish, but my stepmom has been to All Saints twice and had a good time, and 
which he's asking if you can do the memorial. Yes. The earliest I can do it is Friday. Is that okay? Yes. Okay, Jess. We'll sit down on Wednesday and plan it out. It doesn't have to be overtly Christian. Sigh. Breathe. Release. Click. Oh, so simple as we are truly meant to be loved. Someday, somewhere, somehow, I'll be trusted to give that love back to my students, children, I don't know. But if not, send me back 10 million times until I get it right. It's worth every heartbreak, earthquake, the universe that sucked us is a monster that does not care if we live or die. It does not care if it is itself grinds to a halt. It is a beast running on chance and death, careening from nowhere to nowhere. It is fixed and blind, a robot programmed to kill. We are free and seen. We can only try to outwit it at every turn to save our lives. Annie Dillon, Pilgrim, Taker Creek.